language lovers! Before we kick off today's episode of The Fluent Show, let me tell you about something incredible I am organizing. This is for you if you're a German learner. Are you learning the German language, but you're stuck on the intermediate plateau? Do you feel ready to speak, but you don't get the chance because your life is in English and you're focusing it all on one hour a week and your tutoring session? Do you maybe wish you could take an incredible trip to Germany, speak in German every day, meet lots of natives, dive deep into the culture and completely raise your speaking game? That sounds like your interested in a German retreat. You've probably heard me talk a little bit about language retreats here on the podcast. They have completely changed how I think about immersion learning as a language teacher and as a learner, because this is how it's done. The German retreat this year is German learning Immersion. Imagine daily tours and trips to the coolest places to see in our city. Coaching, a luxurious home base, great food, and a week to just completely focus on your progress so you can make uninterrupted, massive strides and triple, quadruple how much German you speak. Our next event, and the last one in 2018, is taking place in December. It's Christmas market time and we are heading to Trier, the oldest city in Germany, which just so happens to be one of its wine capitals too. So all good things are coming together. I have a very limited amount of spots available on the German retreat. So if this sounds like your idea of language heaven, hop on to www.fluent.show slash retreat to find out more. So that's fluent.show slash retreat and you'll see all the information. Make a note of it right now before we kick off the show and join us for the Wein and Weihnachten, Wine and Christmas retreat in December 2018. On to the Fluent Show! Oh no! Hang on, let me make a note here. Okay. Because this is just the alphabet in that language. That wasn't quite. <laughs> it's kind of hard, actually, the alphabet. That's like a whole new challenge. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk and I'm here with Lindsay Williams from lindsaydoeslanguages.com. I nearly said .co.uk, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. That so website does not exist. Well, as far as I know. <laughs> Lindsay International. <laughs> So Lindsay and I are here today to bring you, as usual, a podcast about all the things that make language learning interesting and bring color into our life through learning languages. And we've got a very special edition. This is, we're back together a little quicker than usual, Lindsay, because this is a very special episode. We're celebrating the European Day of languages. Cue the party poppers. Woohoo! I'm, I'm giving it snaps. 
the snaps. Okay, I'm, I'm giving. That'll, that'll, that'll do. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're visual. A visual audio snaps. Audio. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, if you don't know anything about the European Day of Languages, this is something that we have celebrated on the podcast before, we have celebrated in our lives before, and it's actually been around quite a while. So I've got the intro from the European Council. It's actually a European Union initiative, this idea of the European Day of Languages. And I've got the intro there because I thought it was quite, quite a good summary. And it says, throughout Europe... 800 million Europeans are represented in the Council of Europe's 47 member states, and all of those are encouraged to discover more languages at any age as part of or alongside their studies. This stems from the Council of Europe's conviction that linguistic diversity is a tool for achieving greater intercultural understanding and a key element in the rich cultural heritage of our continent. Therefore, the Council of Europe in Strasbourg, who clearly wrote this, promotes plurilingualism in the whole of Europe. The European Day of Languages, this initiative, has been celebrated every year since 2001 on the 26th of September. So this episode's coming out on Monday and you've got kind of two days to get ready if you want to get involved in the European Day of Languages or look for local events. Uh, because there, there is actually quite a lot going on, though usually in schools and in kind of full-time education institutions. The European Day of Languages website is kind of in the show notes for you. And that's got games and it's got translations in all of the official languages. So as I was reading about it, I was trying to make myself read about it in Welsh, Lindsay. Mm. Very fun, very fun. Yeah, and here on the show, we, we love to celebrate this day. Do you remember our live episode three years ago? Th oh, oh, wow, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Crikey, yeah. I know, it's three years Three ago. years? Three years, old ladies. Uh, yeah, so three years ago, Lindsay and I got together to bring you a huge quiz, which you can find as well in the show notes and in the show archives. We both have made videos to celebrate the European Day of Languages, speaking lots and lots of European languages. And we even have, and Lindsay, I wonder if you remember this one, a European mm. Day of Languages playlist on Spotify. Heck yeah, dude. It's on my Spotify account. <laughs> yeah. I see it every now and then in my little feed of playlists. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> You're a bit of a playlist maven, aren't you? Uh, am I? Are you saying this because I sent you a playlist the other day? Is this? Well, you sent me two in one day. Wow. Yes. You asked for it. <laughs> Don't mention Zumba to me and not expect a reggaeton playlist in your inbox. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Good. So. Listeners, I have a very, before before we kick off, I'm going to tell you my very personal celebration, which has nothing to do with languages, except this is the one way I stay in touch with the Spanish language, is <laughs> that I, I'm a qualified Zumba instructor, and last week I took the first songs in a class, and I'm so excited. I was incredibly nervous. I thought I was going to, I don't know, throw up, and in celebration, because I didn't throw up, and I actually really enjoyed it. Lindsay made me a playlist of more songs to include in my Zumba classes. So if you happen to live locally, please get in touch. <laughs> Come That's to my class. Cool. What songs did you do? I did um what did I do? I did Sweat by Casely, which is just a sort of 
Sounds a bit too English lyricy for my liking. It's it's all English lyricy. Ah. <laughs> sorry. And I did something that did, it's like official Zumba music, but it's called Little More, and the uh-huh. <laughs> the the artist is called Putzgrilla. Okay, <laughs> Putzgrilla. Um, I I believe I I think because it's very dancehall. I think it might be. In Jamaican. Well, like in Jamaican patois. Yeah, like in a Jamaican sort of patois. It's it's not like straight out straight up English and it sounds very that kind of thing. And I'm I'm a big fan. It's it's on my list of languages, you know, my bucket list of languages yeah. has Jamaican patois on it because I love Jean Paul so much. So <laughs> Yeah, a little more by Putz Putzgrilla. <laughs> So I did those two, but I think my next one's going to be a Daddy Yankee. Get get a bit of the spicy Spanish in there. Very oh, you, nice. you, yeah, well, you sent me mi gente, and I like mi gente. Oh, mi gente. <laughs> yeah. So, listeners, Zumba and Spotify put to one side. Let's focus on the European Day of Languages. Since we've already done a quiz today, and we, we recently did a live episode, we thought today we'll bring you something different. We'll bring you a quiz with a twist. A twist quiz. Twist. A, a twist. And you can play along at home or wherever you listen to us. And here is how it works. So we're just having a party this episode. Knocking a mic, that's excited I am. So before recording this show, Lindsay and I enrolled an assistant, a friendly helper from my Fluent Language Learners Facebook group, Josiah. Thank you so much, Josiah. And he selected... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. He selected a list of 10 European languages for each of us. They were our sort of homework assignment. So what we tried to do is go away and research those languages and also find out what they sound like. So Lindsay has 10 languages. And I have 10 languages and we don't know each other's lists. We hope they don't clash. And we're now going to play these languages. So we've got audio in most of these languages. Going to play or say something in those languages to each other and to you listeners. And your job and Lindsay's job and my job is to try and guess what the languages are. And since Europe doesn't just have 10 languages... I think English, this- French, Spanish, German. English, French, yeah, English, French, Spanish, German. That's it, Italian. Do people? Classics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swedish, Danish. You know, if you if you wanted to name European languages and you sort of started counting on your fingers, you f- you might get to twenty. I would I would think you might get to you know you're a listener of this show, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it. You might get to forty even, but could you get anywhere near the last time I checked, two hundred and sixty? That are in, spoken in Europe, I tell you, yeah, some on my list really surprised me. So uh, this might is get that, tricky. Is that languages that are natively spoken in Europe, we're talking about. That's correct. Yes. Cool. So what we're not counting as European languages for the purpose of this. And before you start writing in and telling us like Russian is a European language, I agree, I agree. But what we, tr- what I'm kind of aiming for in my own understanding is. Languages that are either native to a country that can be loosely considered on the European continent. So it's not like Australia is in is in the Eurovision contest. Eurovision. No, you're not Europe, <laughs> mites. <laughs> but instead, that was terrible Australian accent. That was no Australian accent. But it's in, or it would be an official language of some kind of area that 
could be considered, you know, Europe. We're not talking about the European Union here. Like, you are Europe if you're not in the European Union. Mm. Sorry, Britain. Geographical Europe. Yeah, yeah, you can Brexit as much as you want, but you'll still be here. So, before we kick off this fun quiz, before we kick off with the first... Oh, I'm so excited. I'm quite excited about my first language. Um but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it, keep it, because before yeah, we kick off, keep it secret. I have, I have no idea what they are, and you have no idea what mine are either. I know it's been really hard because all you want to do yeah. is just post on your Twitter or post on your Instagram and go, "Can someone help me with, uh, with this uh, Gaelic issue here?" Uh, but then Lindsay would know, so I didn't do that, and I don't have Gaelic, so ha. Oh, I thought that was gonna be like a little accidental slip up and no so no gaelic okay <laughs> oh damn okay well i That's guess it's kind of a clue <laughs> yeah can someone help me with this german <laughs> <laughs> so before we kick that off i want to take a second to thank this week's sponsor of the fluent show because they do help us so much to bring this party on the road today's episode is brought to you with support from live Lingua and Live Lingua offers immersive online language lessons via Skype with instructors who are all native speakers of the language they teach and they work one on one with you. So far, so good. But Lindsay, you've worked one on one. You, you know, you've you've worked mm. with other systems and things like that, and taught on Skype. Mm-hmm. What is to you, as a learner, perhaps even as a teacher, one of the most stressful parts of teaching online and learning online i guess it's the booking like you know you emails back and forth and you you think you found a time and then one of you has to message like oh, i'm really sorry i've double booked or such and such i've got to go to the dentist and ah mm, that's that's probably the most annoying bit I agree. I find it. I find it really. You waste a lot of time. You you sort of spend half an hour just trying to get an hour's language lesson sorted. Sometimes, right. and Live Lingua, I've got you covered with that because they actually have a little concierge person who sorts all that out for you. So as a as a company, as an organization, they check out your teacher, they match you up with someone who is going to be available at the right time and who will be teaching at the right level for you. So that takes a lot of the hassle out of tutor hunting. You won't have to go through a lot of profiles and sort of go, I don't know. I don't know. They all look amazing. And you won't have to go through the the back and forth that Lindsay was describing. Their rates are all at the same level. So that means you can budget, you can plan ahead, you can be sure that your, your tutor knows what they're getting paid, and you can rest easy in that knowledge. Lifelingua is inviting listeners of the Fluent Podcast to check out their platform, and we scored you a freebie, as we do. So you can sign up for a totally free trial lesson at livelingua.com slash fluent. Now, I actually did that and I took a Spanish lesson with them. Am I allowed to do that as well? I've already done it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, go for it. Go for it. Livelingua.com slash fluent. They have got a good bunch of languages available. I took Spanish with Rocio from, where was she from? Nicaragua, I think. Ooh. Yeah, but she was in Switzerland. So time zone wise, it was easy. Cool. Yeah. So Lifelingua's immersive language learning method is it's convenient, it's productive, and it is built up to fit your specific scenario. So whether you need the basic grasp of a language or you want to prep for a specific trip or you want full on fluency or you want to pass an exam, they've got the right tutor for you there. And you can just go to lifelingua.com slash fluent to sign up for your first lesson, which will be free. Thank you, Lifelingua. 
Lindsay, ready for the quiz? I'm ready. Yay! Are you going first? As in, I'm going to go first. Your clip first. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So my first clip isn't a clip. My first clip is something that I okay. No, this would this would be a hint. Okay, if I gave you any more, this would already be a hint. Um, I'm going to say one thing. Uh huh. I looked into this, and this should really be read in a hectoyamic yambic pentameter or something like that. It's a poem. So okay. I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to manage that. I tried my best, but, um, and I'm really trying to sort of recall because I have studied this before, uh, but I couldn't quite work it out. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to roll with it. Right. Right. Ready? Ready. Dum licet et loris passim potes irresolutis. Elige qui dicas tu mihi sola plaques. Dum tibi non tenues veniet de lapsa per auras. Quae renda est oculis apta puella tuis. I think I know what this is. <laughs> Do you? I think so. I'm quite surprised. I thought I'd just be like, not a clue on all of them. Is this Latin? Yes. Yes, oh. it's Latin. <laughs> and awesome. I'm I'm reading it how I first learned Latin, which mm -hmm. is not church Latin. So sometimes, or when people sing in Latin now, um, church Latin will go dum licet at the start or licet. But huh. the way I first learned it was licet. So that C pronunciation is is not always... Um, variable. Yeah, it's variable. Because, of course, Latin is still the official language of Vatican... Or one of the official languages of Vatican City, right? That's right. I, I think the ATMs are still available in Latin. Oh, so amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've never been... To, to Rome, so I've never been to Vatican City, but yeah. Oh. Word on the street. Never That's been to me, never been to Rome. You've never been to Italy? Oh, yeah, I have actually been to Rome, but I didn't get money out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but your word on the street is that in Rome, the ATMs are in, well, not in Rome, no, in, no, just no, in the Vatican, Vatican, right? Just in Vatican City, I think so, mm. I think so. No, I've never been to the Vatican, just went to Rome. Mm. Yes, you're right. That was that was Latin, and obviously Latin, the, the grandma of all Romance languages. And that was an excerpt from something I actually did in school, because in school I did three years of Latin. And this is from the Ars Amatoria, meaning the art of loving, from Ovid, <laughs> old Latin. You read that in school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all okay. kind of, it's like... German um, school is very different. <laughs> I think teachers consider it sort of a a cool thing to read with kids who are sort of with teenagers in puberty. Because it's not like, okay, here's how you, what? I don't know, like here's how to bed the lady and, and stuff like that. But it is sort of, it's like two steps before that. So, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. so this translates. Um, okay, so I have the translation of this, but it is in German. So I'm going to try and go from German to English. Okay. Um, while you can still roam around with loose reins, choose one and tell her only you please me. Not from open air down will she fall. You have to look with your eyes for the suitable lady. 
Yeah, it's like it's like a dating manual. So if you do want to date anybody in Latin, or if you just want, want some dating advice for how the Romans did it, uh, I recommend Ovid as Amatoria. And it's it's a classic. It's like Latin kids who study Latin in Germany. A lot of them read it. Fair enough, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So from that, shall we go to language number two? One point for Lindsay. Yes. Are you keeping score? Do yeah. I have to grab I will. You are. I will. Okay. Cool. I will I will let you keep score. So we'll, we'll just stay on that one point, I bet. Oh I, oh, I hope not. Um my first one then. Mm -hmm. You have the you have the clip ready. I sent you the clip over, right? Indeed. Okay. So I'm you don't have to listen to all of them. Some of them will be a bit longer because my clips, most of my clips I've um borrowed from Wikitongues. So huge thank you to Wikitongues. Uh, thank you amazing. indeed. And just provide an amazing resource. Um, so yeah, this is my first one. Šodien sonāš par savā dzimtajā latviešu valodā, jo tas, manuprāts, ļoti sparīgi. Un es gribu, lai citas tautas dirds šo unikālo valodu. Manuprāt, latviešu valodā pati par sevi ļoti tāda Okay. Well, he has a lovely voice. I I didn't understand any of it. Mm. It sounded southern. Okay. I am not Slavic. Not Slavic. Yeah, it did well. What makes you say not Slavic? Actually, Slav. Yeah. No, because I'm thinking. Okay. What what I'm thinking. What I'm feeling, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. my gut is telling me, is south and east of Europe. South and east, but not Slavic. Well, so what else what? would there be? No, because what else is there? There would be Turkic or Slavic. So I'm thinking, um, no, I think maybe Slavic after all. So you think a Slavic Be language? Yeah, out of those two. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll pick a Slavic language. I'll do that. A Southern Slavic language. Is it... Um, is it Bulgarian? No, oh. but that's a good guess. Okay. Process of elimination. Okay. Actually, it would be a Northern Eastern. <gasps> Slavic, like branch but not strictly oh. slavic like family so it's do you want mm. to tell you a slavic branch but not slavic family is that the right i don't know if that's like the right oh no wait sorry northern uh it's not okay it's not yeah. like estonian or something random then uh, geographically you're close linguistically no oh my gosh oh this is fun um well what else is up there what's there's Lithuania. Latvia. Is it Latvian? Yeah. Oh, Latvian. okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So Latvian. Is Lat a Baltic language mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the Balto-Slavic branch Wowza. of Indo-European. Wow. That's Yay, well done. So that one, is one. super cool. That is super cool. Okay. So I have my second language now. Mm -hmm. Hang on a sec. Okay, 
man, I didn't realise we could use music. Oh, it was so oh. rousing. Okay, <laughs> and it, it was really difficult to find anything oh, about this. Difficult to find. Mm. Hmm. Do you want me to read you a bit of lyric? Yeah, go on. Go okay, on. because I have them for this. Okay, it okay. says, De tu fuster hem heritat, la teva yuita, una conciencia identitat. Is this Romanian? It's not Romanian. It is a language that I couldn't find, get this, I couldn't find on Omniglot. It is a very linguistically controversial language. So think... Is it You're in the right family. Is it Romany? It's not Romany. It in is the right family. So it's a romance R- Romanian was in the right family, yeah. Right. Um, it's considered its own language by its speakers, as they so often are, and it is officially recognized and supported in the country where it is spoken. But linguistically, the official regulating body of this language considers it to be pretty much the same as another language that we, we do know. Hmm. Okay, I've got some ideas. Is it um, Piedmontese? No, but you're getting you're getting further Close. to the right country. Is it Occitan? It's not Occitan. Is it Catalan? It, well. Well, if okay, you ask okay, a linguist, so, it might be Catalan, but if so, you ask a speaker of this, oh, no, no, it ain't. Okay. <laughs> so it's Valenciano. It is, yes. Ah. It's, it's Valencian. Valencian. <laughs> so that was really interesting to read about. Yeah. And one thing I found really shocking as I was reading about Valencian is that I found that there used to be, until 2013... A public mm. service, Radio Televisio Valenciana, but this has been dissolved. They it oh. didn't get funded anymore. It's interesting because obviously the this a lot of these minority languages, you know, you kind of have heard that story if you're a learner of a minority language. And people are always worried about the future of the Welsh national broadcaster, and here is one that, mm. that actually stopped in this decade. I found that quite shocking. That's interesting. Spain is very fascinating for minority languages. Because, mm-hmm. like, things, you know, even things like Spain, um, at least not to date, as far as I'm aware, doesn't recognize Kosovo. Because if it does, then, you know, they have to recognize Catalonia. Catalonia. And, you know, Basque country, Galicia, everywhere else. So, yeah, it's it's very, very interesting situation with, with minority languages in Spain. Yes. And the or European Day of Languages. It's I like should, a hot potato, say. isn't it? Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was Valenciano. I love that they've got their own punk band going on. Interesting. So this band is called Orgui de Classe. And I'm going to put, if I said that right, Orgui de Classe. I will put them in the show notes so you can find them as well. Cool. Thank you. You ready for my next one? Yeah, Lingo 2. Um... Ipak kasneje potem sem se odločil za nadaljevanje moje izobrazbe um, na avstrijskem koroškem. Um, tako sem tudi postal v bistvu aktiven um, v koroško slovenski uh, politični. Okay, I had Slavic. Okay. It's, it sounds a bit like Polish, but it's not Polish. 
not Polish. No, but it's it's doing the um right. There's there's words ending in um, and that seems to be a grammatical ending in Slavic languages that I keep hearing. Okay. Um, okay. So what's near? What's near Slovak? No, Slovakia, Slovenia, Czech, Czech Czechia. It's no longer called Czech Republic. I heard yesterday. Czech Czechia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't know. Um, yeah. That's that's the word on the street. Yeah, the word did not reach me under my rock. Oh. Um Okay, I'll just pick one of those. It's it's let's say it's either Czech or or is Slovenian like well, geographically the closest would be Czech Republic. Slovakia. What else is there? Those two, let's go with the, one of those two. Eeny mini mini is it Slovak? Slovene or Slovenian. No! Yes. You kept saying it. It was like, maybe it's Slovenian. Maybe it's Slovenia. <laughs> like, oh, she's going to get it. No. Oh, well. Yeah. No, no, you're still leading with one point then. <laughs> yes. yes. Let, let me know if you want clues, by the way, because I feel like I've got a lot of clues on the Valenciano. Oh, yeah. Answer. No, I have all the clues because I got so excited okay. researching these. So, yeah, clues are good. Clues are good. Okay. Let me know if you want clues. So, listeners at home, I wonder, or at home, in the gym, wherever you are, I wonder how you're doing. Okay. Here's language number three from me. Ittina wahda studijajt il-komponent semjitiku tal-lingu Maltija u t-tilet wahda ija xie evidenza bħala skut tal-konjomijiet Maltin selezzjonati mux kolla u kol il-postijiet geografiċi li għandom xaqsmu mal-lingwa aramajka ju abrajka. Is this one Piedmontes? I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but is that what this is? No, it's not. But you're in the, largely speaking, in the right region. Okay. In the right region or the right country? I can't say. Oh, <laughs> This is, okay, this is a language that shares official status where it's spoken yeah. with English. Hmm. It sounds sort of romance language. Mm. Um, the locals in this place are known for code switching between this language and English so they kind of switch right. back and forth uh, which surprises a lot of the tourists that come from England and it is an official EU language surprises a lot of the tourists that come from England or that come from the UK both I guess Oh, okay. I thought I'd caught you out. No, I no. Maybe, I thought maybe it was like Welsh or something. Um, oh, yeah, it's Guernsey-ish. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, it's not. No, Wait, do, you want, do you want one more hint, I guess? Go on, if you've got one. Okay, surprisingly, this isn't romance. Okay. But it sounds, you know, it sounds like words are cognate. It's like an Italian lilt and some cognate sound in there. Okay. Some cognate sounds. So I'm I'm now freaking out that I might have chosen the wrong clip, but I know that this is the right clip. So surprisingly, it's not romance. It's actually Central Semitic, which it means it's in the larger family of Arabic oh, languages. Oh, oh my God, I know. Is this um, Ladino? It is not. <sighs> this, this, is, this just shows you the European diversity, right? There's always another language. It's actually Maltese. 
Maltese. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, so it does have romance influence, but then it's Arabic. Yeah. And it's like this unique, ah, Maltese. <laughs> Little, little Malteser. Oh, little Malteser. It's, uh, this language is actually really old. It's uh, first recorded yeah. in the 1300s and spoken by 240,000 people today. So go Malta. I do actually really want to go to Malta. I've never heard Maltese now before. video the other day. It looks lovely. Mm. Mm. My in-laws have been. Very nice. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes, yeah, so that was Maltese. What's your language number three? Language Don't. number three. Let me bring up my next clip for you. Okay. Okay. Like all my clips are from <laughs> Wiki Tongues because <laughs> it's so good. It is excellent. Right. Uh, program on Bosanskom Yeziku. Yeah, video that on Bosanskom. Inače, osim toga što sam novinar, ja sam i student, studijenam engleski jezik i knjiženost, diplomirala sam osnovne studije prije dvije godine, sada sam na drugoj godini master studija o ciklingvistike. Okay, well I, I say whatever language it is, but I know oh, what it is, okay. because I got my little list. Would you, would you, any ideas? It's got the rapidity of Italian, mm. so it's kind of, maybe it's Mediterranean, but... It, she kept saying Yazik, which is Slavic again. Okay, okay. So I think we're we're back down southeast. Back down southeast. Yeah, okay. back down southeast. Not southeast England where I live, but southeast Europe. Southeast. Do you want? Do you want a clue? Mm, yeah, yeah, please. It's quite a controversial language, and probably one that many people would say has only existed for the past whew, 20 or so years, 25, 30 years. Oh, really? And one that some people might say, still, no, not a language. Oh, okay, okay. That's quite a big clue. Yes, yes. Oh, we're going to, I think we're going to, we're going to round that corner again with my list because it sounds very, if it's, yep. if it's, if I'm right with Southeast Europe and you say those kind of dates, there's a lot of political uproar that happened with Yugoslavia and that kind of region. So I'm going to go with one of the ex Yugoslavian places. Okay. Is it. Choo -choo -choo? could be albanian is it albanian not albanian oh man is it kosovo albanian kosovan oh like kosovo albanian no no oh man oh man okay oh yeah oh, yeah sorry oh see i know what it isn't because i have or it's not well um, because of my theory because I, of what you I, have <laughs> yes because of my theory i think i know what it isn't because i've got stuff on my list so mm. <sighs> do you want another clue yeah there's a very famous bridge in this country are you joking what i don't know <laughs> very famous bridge. i thought that was good that's what? a good clue bridge 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 is it is it Turkish? Ooh, no, because she kept saying Yazik. Language, the language isn't Turkish. It's wrong family. But there historically is a sort of Ottoman influence, I believe. Uh, is, it, is this Bulgarian? Not Bulgarian. No, because it's got to be newer. 
Flipping neck, Lindsay. I, um, mm. One more guess. Surely, we <laughs> okay. should have set a limit for guesses. We should set a limit for guesses. Uh, is, okay, is it, is it Serbian? No. Oh, man. It's Bosnian. Oh, it's Bosnian. You were so close. That's, some people might argue that's the same thing. Exactly, hence my clue. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's a proper hot potato, that one. Wow, okay. Hot potato, you love that today. Everything's a hot potato. <laughs> Everything's a hot potato. I don't know how else to talk about all these, these controversial... Uh, yeah, and I, love, I think it's a I good, love the it's idea. A expression. I love the image of the hot potato that you hold and it sort of goes... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So, okay, no more hot potatoes. But there will be. No, keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Okay, you ready for language number four? I am ready. Okay, let's go. Well, your number four, right? My number four, indeed. Cool. Apia Albano Cultura, Historia, Kalba, Mokomes Pagrinde, Vista Pamokos, Kikviana Diana, Dukartus Perdiana, Ir Mokomes Albano Kalbos, Ir Kodelasche, Pristinoia. Okay. Right. It's not what I, you think. Oh, man. Yeah. But, so so the fact that she's talking about Pristina and Kosovo, Albania, I mean, is not a clue. No, is but that you, like a red herring? Yeah, it is a red herring. Oh, man. I know. I, okay. should, I shouldn't have given that away. Is, and, and, and okay, so is, is it a language from the same region as my previous one, Bosnian? Well, in order, in, if we want to establish that, maybe I'll play you a different part where she doesn't talk about Kosovo. Okay. Kosovo. Oh man! <laughs> what does it sound like? Does that help? I don't know. I'm wondering now. Maybe is it Turkish? It's not Turkish. Very interesting. You think further north. Further north. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of what you have already guessed and like process of elimination. Like, oh. Because you already said Bulgarian. You've said Serbian, Albanian. It's this, not Macedonian, is it? This quiz has layers. It's not Macedonian. Okay. And it's not Croatian. Now think further north. Further, further north. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh... If it can't be Hungarian, did it sound? Quiet. Did it sound like anything in particular, or do you want some hints? It sounded. It sounded sort of mildly Slavic. Mm-hmm. So, in this country where this language yeah. is spoken, the life expectancy. This is just my my favorite fun fact. For men, is sixty-seven years. Uh, for women, it is seventy-eight. That is quite the difference. I know. So it's like, and it has a female president. Female president? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's, mm. it's not, and you've already guessed Slovak. You've already guessed. I'm going to stop guessing now. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Okay. Nah, I don't know. I'm, I'm mm. drawing, drawing. So this drawing. is an this is another Baltic language. It's interesting. Another, 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 another 
Baltic. Hang mm-hmm. on. I get this confused. So Balkan is where we've just been with Bosnian. Baltic is in the north. Okay, so this is Lithuanian. It is Lithuania. Yeah. Vilnius, the G spot of Europe. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you hear did you hear about that? No. They had an ad campaign that was quite controversial. It sounds Yeah. Intense. Wow. Yeah. You probably want to put a little E for explicit on this episode now we've discussed that. <laughs> So, Lithuanian. What I find really interesting here is that I thought Latvian sounded like Southern European and you thought Lithuanian sounded like Southern European. Yeah, but literally because she's talking about Kosovo. Oh, so she she, she primed you. Why would someone in Lithuania talk about Kosovo? I'm not going to make that link. Maybe she she came from there? I don't know. Can't figure it out since I don't speak Lithuanian, but I'm checking, double checking the file and it does say Lithuanian. So thank you, Wikitongs. I hope you've labeled that one right. I'm sure they have. <laughs> What's your language number four? Number four. My number four mm-hmm. is coming right up. Την πόλη αυτή την αγάπησα μεγαλώνοντας αυτήν. Αγάπησα τους ανθρώπους. Και ας βρίσκομαι εδώ πέρα αυτή τη στιγμή. Θα ήθελα πολύ να ήμουν πίσω μαζί με τα παιδιά. Να εράζαμε και να βγαίναμε στα κλασικά μέρη που πάμε πάντα. Wow. Okay. Uh, is it Romanian? Not Romanian. Oh, man. I thought maybe because it has a lot of ooh sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not a romance language. It's not a romance language. Geographically, you're not too far off. Well, if it's not a Romance language, then it could be Slavic or Semitic, I guess. We've mm. we've done a lot of Slavic. Is it another Slavic? No. Mm. So let's go with Semitic. What? What? Is Israel in Europe? Is it Hebrew? It's not Hebrew. All right. But I can give you a very big clue. Oh, okay. It's not Hebrew. But it does have its own writing system that I don't think any other language in Europe has. What? <sighs> I feel like that makes it really obvious. Is it Georgian? No. Okay, that, that, I mean, that's pushing it with Europe. I don't know if that's... Uh, uh, a writing, okay, a writing system that no other language in Europe has. It's kind of out there on its own in terms of in terms of like language familiness as well as it's very much its own branch. Yeah, I mean, I know that Basque is an isolate, but it, I don't know that it would have it. It doesn't have its own writing system, though. No, you probably want to get on a plane if you've ended up there. Okay, and you're trying to get here. <laughs> no, and you said you said Romanian is in the right region. Yeah. Um, I. No, I have no clue. Tell me. Greek. Oh my God, Greek! Oh, oh, I forgot about you. Oh my God, Yasus, Greek, Elenika. Oh, what a what a lovely language as well. It's a good mm. one. Oh man, mm. why do I forgot about what? I, well, I am so sorry, Greece. I love Greek, and I've got no idea how to pick it out of a lineup. Evidently. <laughs> No, Greek. I didn't. Me neither. Oh, me neither. good one, good one, Lindsay. Greek. 
Wow. Okay. Well, I I've got I have no points. I have no points so far. But oh. what I, <laughs> I'll be more generous with my clues next time. What I do have is more languages. So okay. I'm I've got the next one here. And this is a bit special because the next clip, it's not a wiki tongues clip or anything like that. It's actually a clip specifically recorded for me, for us, from Stephen, who listens to the podcast. Oh. Yeah, I got him to sort of... Oh, okay. I know some of the languages he speaks. Some of the languages he speaks. It's not actually Stephen himself, though. Oh, man. Yes. But... (sighs) And I asked for, you You get an extra point if you can work out what the, the line is, because it's a line from one of my favorite books. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Zadnju noć sam sanjao da sam opet u Mandalay bio. That's Serhi. Thank you so much, Stephen and Serhi. What's the line? Something about Mandalay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, not Mandalay, but Mandalay. What's that? It's last night I dreamt I went to Mandalay again from Rebecca. Oh. Mandalay as in Mandalay in Myanmar. No, Mandalay as in the place where... it. Do you know the book, Rebecca? It's uh-uh. It's set in like... Devon or Cornwall or something like that. It's Daphne de Maurier. Oh. Yes. And this lady marries this guy and she thinks, oh my God, he's the best. Oh, life's going to be so happy. But then the house and house staff kind of can't quite make friends with her because there is the ghost of Rebecca everywhere. And Rebecca, everybody thinks she's not as good as Rebecca. And then over the book, you kind of go, did something happen to Rebecca? What happened? They made it into a Hitchcock film as well. It's a good book. It's a really good book. Oh, I do love a Hitchcock film. Mm. Okay, sorry. Distracted. Yeah. Right, back to the main thing. So, I I don't know. And I can it, I can say something in this language that I taught myself go on, go on, using. Go on. I can't tell you quite yet what I used. But I can say, Zdravo, sovem se Kerstin, dragomie. Zdravo. Okay, I've got a few guesses. Mm-hmm. Croatian. It is Croatian! Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where I learned this? I learned this from our friend Shannon, who's got a little online course ah. or a little podcast called Get By in Croatian. So I did this to get by in Croatian. That's very cool. It is Croatian. Stella. So Croatian is another one, another one that's part of this sort of Bosnian Serbian Serbian Croatian group which used to be altogether known as the Serbo-Croatian language. For mm. for about 200 years, people just tried to say, well, it's actually all the same language, which perhaps gives you some, I guess the feeling might have been it gives you some political clout or something like that. It's, it's Your language is less likely to die if you just sort of group up. But it's obviously highly controversial, and I would go as far as calling this, Lindsay, a hot potato. <laughs> 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 so Croatian, really interesting. And yeah, if you if you want to teach yourself a little bit of Croatian, check out Get By in Croatian by Shannon Kennedy. Awesome. That was my language number number five. Five. Okay. Bringing up my next one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, nyt, kun mä oon asunut niinku ulkomailla paljon, että miten erilaista niinku ihmistä on Suomessa ja muualla. Uh, Suomessa on aika hiljaisia ihmisiä. Meitä kuten niinku puhua hirveästi niin kuin small talk, että jos sä käyt jonkun talolla ja 
Oh, okay. That's Germanic. It's Germanic, okay. It's not Danish, because Danish sounds like in the back of your throat. What is it that makes you think it's Germanic? The 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 melody of it. Okay. And because we haven't had any Germanic language yet. Oh, I suppose, yeah. And it sort of it had that feel. What about if I told you that actually it's not a Germanic language? Then I would be disappointed. <laughs> And 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 yes, I would be disappointed, I guess. What about if I told you it's actually quite a unique language family? There's only uh, I think three common uh commonly used languages in Europe in right. this family. It's Finno Ugric. Yeah. Finno Uralic. Uralic Greek. Yeah. All right, all right. It's is it Finnish? It's finished. Oh, no, I gave okay. You too many clues, but you've got a point. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, do you know what, Josiah? Who chose these languages for us? You've got a proper. You've done a good job there. Okay. Ah, oh, no Germanic. Kitos. I think that means thank you in Finnish. Interesting. Interesting. Well. I wonder if we're going to get any Germanic languages. I wonder it if might. there's a Germanic language on my list. It might mean hello. Sorry, I'm in my own little Finnish world. With my limited number of Finnish words over here at the minute. <laughs> I, know, I know none either, Finnish languages. I know to jump is huppe. Huppe, I like that. Yeah, like hop, right? Mm. Which doesn't make sense. Why would I find a cognate in a language of a different family? But that's all I remember. What's your next one? Mm, my next one sounds a little bit like, hang on a second. <laughs> oh, this is the best. This is, this is my favorite of, the, of all the clips I have. Sounds very serious. That's the best music ever. I love I that. I feel like I'm about to go to war. <laughs> I'm not sure I like that feeling. It is a national anthem. It is. Okay. I was yeah, yeah. So maybe right. you're about to play a football match. Oh. That wasn't a hint. Football match. Oh, well, it's not Croatia because they beat England. Blech. Blech. Yeah, we, we've just had Croatian. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, mm -hmm. they've gone. No, no, and I don't think this is not France. Well, I mean, I think you're in the right corner of the world if you say Croatia. Is it Albanian? It's not Albanian, but it is related to the Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian family. And you know what my fam my notes say? Is it Montenegrin? It is Montenegrin! Yes! We must have exhausted Yugoslavia by now. I Ex know! Ex-Yugoslavia, we're coming for you. Oh, I got all the languages on there. Yes, this one is quite the hot 
It's quite the anthem. I know. What a banger they have for their national anthem. You go, Montenegro. And this one does have an entry on Omniglot. And I thought this was a, a good part of it. So I'm going to read you what Omniglot has to say about this. Okay. It began to be considered a separate language after the breakup of Yugoslavia in the 1990s, and particularly since Montenegro became independent in 2006. Montenegrin mm. became the official language of Montenegro in 2007, and a Montenegrin orthography, so like spelling rules, was established in 2009. Montenegrin uses both the Latin and the Cyrillic alphabets. Wow. Wow. That's such sir. recent history. It's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Like we were all alive when, when their when their language was or their language status was born. Kirsten, Kirsten, come on. Let's have some respect for the nine year old listeners. Oh my god, if you're nine years old and you're listening to the Fluent Show, please send me an email or a Facebook message or however nine year olds communicate these days, because that would just be You've just made me so happy. That's so amazing. I never can. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we keep it clean for the kids that listen. So it's good. It's good to have you guys here. Mm-hmm. 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 Indeed, go for it. Bu da onun ilerleyici her bir millet için, her bir halk için onun milli medeniyeti ve onun dili çok önemlidir. Esas belediye rolü, esas amillerden biridir. Ona göre ben başka bir yönde danışmak isterdim. Bu da haricde tähsil, haricde yaşayan Azerbaycanlılar. Bugün Azer dünya üzere 50 milyonla yakın Azerbaycanlı yaşayır ve bunun sadece 10 milyonun bugünleri Azerbaycanlı yaşayır. I'm going to stop him because I feel like he's given it away about three times already. It sounds Arabic. It isn't Arabic. I mean, maybe it's, it's Arabic. It's Arabic. It no. sounds Arab family-ish though. No. What? It, oh, 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 is it, is it Turkish? Not Turkish. Is it Turkic, Turkic family? I'm just checking. It is in the Turkic language family, yes. Ha-ha! And it's not Turkish, so it is... What else is... T- Let me just turn around look at this map I have here in my room. How big is, how big is Europe in your opinion, Lindsay? This is on like fringe the fringes of, of sort of European borders. Some people looking at my map may not include this country in Europe. Others would. Eurovision definitely does. So <gasps> it's flipping win. I uh, is it Azeri? Yes, Azeri, Azerbaijani, yes. Ah, good job, good job. Do I get a point for no? I don't get a point, do I? Yeah, you guessed that one. Oh, after like three attempts? That's not a point. Ah, it's a point. Oh, wow. If you it's got your pin day of languages. It's <laughs> yeah. Points for everyone. Generous. You get a point. How... You get a point. Everyone gets a point. Ooh, yeah, how's it going at home? I hope you're enjoying all of these points that you guys are getting from Lindsay. <laughs> okay this next language Lindsay, i had absolutely no flipping clue about and Mm. it took me a long time to even find an audio recording for it it's it's a bit of a mystery and i will have you listen to this (laughs) 
숨 쉬면 야 나의 안가에겐 요거 온 햇빛이 앞에 well, that's kind of beautiful. Yes, that's Monica Hove. So, uh, well done, well done, Monica. Thank you so much for not being aware that I've stolen your song for the podcast, but I will send you a Facebook message. Huh. This one. Huh. So it's not, it's a language you weren't aware of. So, because at first I was thinking, is it something from sort of the British Isles? But I don't think it is because you would know that stuff. We did that episode mm-hmm, with Simon mm-hmm. ages ago. We did. This so, language has fewer than 10,000 speakers. Fewer than 10,000. Mm, so I couldn't find any of them. I actually asked around quite a lot and I could not find wow. any. Yeah, none. Man, is it? I'm trying to think of the name of this language. In Lithuania, there's a place called Trakai, and there's a a language that's spoken on that sort of little island within the lake or something. Mm. I went there. It's not that, is it? It's not that. Mm. It is. Any other clues? It's spoken. Pretty much the top end of Europe and mm. used every day by the population of speakers. So it's actually spoken in every day, but they, people are very worried because the population is aging so much of speakers. <gasps> it's not Faroese. It, oh, good geographical guess, but it's not Faroese. Okay. So, it's, but is it spoken in, uh, sort of, Scandinavia, mm-hmm, Denmark, mm-hmm. Sweden. It's Norway. spoken in Scandinavia, but it's not Germanic. It's not Sami. Mm, you're close, I would say. Hmm. But yeah, I'd never heard of this. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is a language called Kven. Kven. Kven, okay. which is spoken in northern Norway. Huh. But it's actually a relative of Finnish. Right. Kven. There you go, and it's it's an cool. ind- a reasonably endangered language with ten thousand speakers who are aging, and has got a sort of undergone a similar history to. <laughs> I love, sorry, I love the t- <laughs> ten thousand speakers who are aging, as if some speakers of other languages just don't age. Like, <laughs> sorry, I mean maybe the mean age says you mean. <laughs> younger younger people aren't necessarily learning That's right. language to a level that would be. And it's it's undergone a little bit of um, oppression from the Norwegians. So there was sort of a a similar thing to what we've seen, what what I've researched previously about Welsh, where Mm. they just decided, okay, look, school in your language is no thing. School has to be in Norwegian Mm. because you're in Norway. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm, I don't know mm -hmm. about this language. Kven. How do you spell it? K-V-E-N. B. E-N. Yes, cool. and I'll put a link in the show notes as well if you want to. It, I found it very difficult. There's, there's no sort of courses or anything. There's really, um, Wikitongues doesn't have it. So if you are a Quen speaker, good on you, keeping it alive. Well done, Monica, who who wrote this lovely song. Uh, yes, so there's, there's the Quen Language and Culture Institute, and that was pretty much the only place I found something about it. Wow, that's incredible. Indeed, indeed. 
And there's no point because it's a very unknown language. So, are you ready for my next one? Hey, yeah. Меня зовут Павел. Я звучальный белорусский хлопец. Народился у невеликим городе Ляминска, столице моей страны. Учусь у лингвистичном университете. Этим летом я вырашил поспадорожничать с моим сябром. I think that's Russian. You're very, very close. Because he says "minya savut," which is Russian, but yeah. Slavic languages are very similar. I guess it, it could it could be another language. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it Ukrainian? Not Ukrainian. Is also it close? Belarusian? Yes. Ah, oh, Belarusian. I'm getting a point for that. Yeah, you are. Oh. Is it Belarus? I always look Belarusian. Is it Bel Belarusian? I had no idea. Bel I don't really know because it's you say Belarus. You know why it's called Belarus? Like White Russia, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I never knew that because in German it's called Weißrussland. Ah, oh. like White Russia, and then I always wondered why it's called Belarus. And is it's... that where the drink comes from? From Belarus? What Belarus? A, a White Russian. Is that a drink? <laughs> Ooh, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not. I'm not a cocktail connoisseur. Oh, well, I'm a connoisseur of the white Russian. I can tell you, it's nice, but I don't know where it's actually from. <laughs> there's also a black Russian. So you got a white Russian and a black Russian, but there's no black Russia. So I don't know. I don't know. But yes, it's because the word, the Russian word for white is beerly, right? Mm, so I thought be I don't know. beerly, Rus Russia. Belarus, da, 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 Belarusian, sounded very yeah. similar to Russian. Yeah. Could have fooled me. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. This next is, hang on a sec. This is a bit of an, an art, an art piece of a, of a language. Well, an art piece of a language example. Are you ready for language number eight? I am ready. Okay, let's go. Kemen ma ba kemen mer, kemen kwaz a kemen kwer, kemen mam a kemen tad, so beda hartos yam na had, ti kweda had a benafin, fipo kwastel, fipo queen. Lamit var magedon. Is it Welsh? <laughs> it's not Welsh. Is it Irish? It's not Irish. You're not in Is the wrong corner. Oh, you're in the right corner. Oh, hot, hot, hot. Hot potato. No, no. Is it Cornish? No, no. What's left, Is it? Lindsay? Is it? Is it? Um, oh. What's left? What's it, what's it called in, in Northern Ireland that has a different name, the Gaelic? Uh, ah, no, it's not that. No. It's not Ulster, Ulster Risk. Ulster, that's it. Uh... Bre Breton. It's Breton. Ah. Oh, so you worked out the Celtic. Yeah, I could, I could hear that. I could wow. hear that. Wow. Yeah. I could have, I'm not sure I could have, I mean, I knew what it was, right? But I could, I'm not yeah. sure I could have figured that out. Yes, Breton, a language spoken largely in Brittany and France. So Celtic, loosely related to Welsh, but I don't understand the word of it because it's on the Gaelic side. So it's, I right. can't really, can't really figure much out. And um, yeah, it. Do you know what? My favorite Breton fact is that it it has its own top level domain. So I noticed because the festival, the Lorient site, 
If you're interested in Celtic languages, there's a festival for Celtic languages called Festival de Lorient. And that is, the website is a dot BZH. Like Brajone. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. Isn't it cool? <laughs> that's cool. And the artist here is Bob Dellin Ar Ibichlion. And Bob, Bob Dellin. Ar- <laughs> it's Bob Dellin. Bob oh. Dellin Ar Ibichlion. And he is, uh, or it's, it's a singer. And the story, there's a story behind this uh, music example is I, you know, I went to the East Effort this year. Mm. And it was very rainy and I was waiting for my favorite band that I was waiting to come on and sort of really, really needed some shelter. So I kind of found my way into the folk tent and there he, there he was, there they were, Bob Dell and Arabechion were playing and I just kind of walked into this gig and it was absolutely lovely, really wonderful musician, uh, re- largely sing- sings in Welsh. But then I got chatting to other people who, who had watched the gig afterwards and they told me he sings in Welsh and he also sings in Breton. And this song is called Gotos Pech, Pech, So Gotos Gwech, or Gwell. I don't know whether to pronounce it Welsh now. <laughs> and it means good things come to those who wait. So That's very cool. A folk musician who sings in Welsh and Breton. Nice. Yes, very exciting. It was very exciting yeah. to think, oh, I can get this in there. Wonderful. You ready for my next one? Indeed, I am. I don't know what that is, but it's amazing. What? I'm going to give you a clue. Okay, so okay, this sounds amazing. Like, and na na is I vislolop, I vislolop, da 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 da, I vislolop, la la da da da. Do you want me to tell you the translation of that? I vislolop. Okay, okay. That means I saw the wolf. Yes. Ah, okay. ah. Okay, so I vi- I vislolop. Is it Esperanto? No. Ah. I- Older, older. This, I mean, okay, okay. So, like Latin, Latin related. Yeah. La- Latin. Yeah, Romance language. I. Okay, if it if it had been Romanian, surely you would have played Dragostir in tea. Well, but naturally. then I, but then I would have known that it's Romanian. Is it Romanian? <laughs> it's not Romanian. <laughs> uh, Do you want to know the estimated number of speakers? Uh, sure, sure. Estimates range from 100,000 to 800,000. What? That's a yeah. very large... It's quite a large range of, of estimation. It's not a conlang. No, because you said it's old. No, it's a, it's a real language. It's, Conlangs it's... are real languages. Ooh, let's oh, not go there. Y- sorry, sorry. That's a hot potato. It's a natural language, is that okay? Yeah, I, I guess. Know. Yeah. 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 It's a hot potato. Uh, <laughs> um uh, I I'm I'm completely drawn a blank. Okay, is it it's okay. actually it's actually an official language. Yeah. Oh in... oh is it like spoken in sort of the, is it Romance in Switzerland? No. Oh man. 
It's an official language in a region of a country, which might not be the country that you would expect, because in the country where it's more known to exist, it's not an official language at all. It's quite suffered quite badly, historically. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking a place that gives official language status to a lot of regions is Spain. Okay. And what is in Spain? Um, there's there's Catalan and there's uh, Basque and there's Basque. Valencian and there's no. there's what else is there in Spain? I hope you like quizzes, listeners, because otherwise this is the most boring episode ever. <laughs> I don't do, you want, know. do you want another clue? Yes, please. Okay. Okay, let me. Think of another clue. Um, I'm trying to think of a clue that will actually give you something useful, some useful information. Okay, four. I've got four countries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where natively it would be spoken, not oh, necessarily four. as an official language. Four, four, okay. So you're right with, with Spain. That's where it has uh-huh. official language status in Catalonia. Oh. Catalonia. France, Italy, Monaco. Italy, Monaco. Okay, so maybe it's something Italian related. There is that Piedmontese. Is it that? No. Aivishalob. Where do they do folky folky music like that? A hundred thousand. What else is in France? Occitan is in France. Is that so Latin based? Are you, are you guessing? Well, I, I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling bold. Is it Occitan? Yeah. What? I thought that it completely died out. I am unsure. That was a medieval song. And I'm doing these last three a little bit off the hoof because I had three that messed up. <laughs> um, is it? Has it died out? No, it... it Evidently is, not. Is a, is a language that is still spoken, but hey, has suffered a lot historically, I believe. Somebody said to me the other day, oh, well, yeah, that's dying out, isn't it? And I, I felt, you know, I was getting my fists in the air for that one. Uh, so yeah. we, we, we do believe wrong things about, about minority absolutely, languages, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Wow. Monetized. That's Occitan. Well, I hope Occitan is coming back because that sounded awesome. And probably quite easy to learn then, if it's romance and stuff. I've been doing a little bit on our previous sponsor, in fact, on Clothesmaster. Yeah. It's, yeah, Does... it's very interesting. Cool. Especially like, I did like Occitan and, 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 and Piedmontese, I still don't know how quite to pronounce it, and uh, and a few others, Catalan, etc. And yeah, really interesting to see the, the differences and the similarities. Wow. We have such variety on our continent. And still, we haven't had a single Germanic language yet. Wow, Josiah, I, I really, what did you, we'll see, we'll see. We, <laughs> as, a, as a German speaker, I'm like, where, where's, where's my language family? Okay, so the next language, I'm going to be uh, speaking it to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and say something that sort of makes sense, but at the same time, within, within, the, the, within the realms of what I can actually say. Right. While looking at a book. <laughs> Chiprasha. Jak pan się nazywa? Nazywam się Kirsten Cable. Jestem Kirsten. Ah, bardzo mi miło. Uh, <laughs> you got it. I know this. Oh, this is Polish. It is Polish. Dobrze, dobrze, Lindsay. 
Dziękuję. Yeah, proszę. <laughs> That's Polish. And um, I've read this out from a wonderful book that I got through, uh, through Reddit Secret Santa. Because I, I put in my profile that I like languages and the person must be Polish. Oh. So they sent me an awful lot of Polish sweets and this wonderful book called Polish Doesn't Bite. Polish doesn't bite. And cool. it looks super, super cute. I haven't really gone very far in it yet, but I do um, I do think it looks like a really cool teach yourself course. So Polish doesn't bite. Look out for it, people. That was Polish, which is not a minority language. It's doing all right for itself with over 40 million speakers. Yeah. Dobrze, Okay. Are you ready for my number nine? Ready for your number nine, indeed. I've frantically researched, and hopefully this video will work. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name's David Campbell. I was born in Edinburgh, but very shortly afterwards, by the time I was five, I was in the northeast. Hang on a minute. And so That's English! Oh, English no. That's English! Let me down, David. Was your language English? No. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Ready for your language number nine? I'm ready. I feel like my little slipper might have slightly given it away, but hopefully it'll be okay. Okay. Ready? Was it English? Not English. <laughs> okay. But he was speaking English at that time. Oh. Ready? Hmm. Fergie and friends on the farm. Meet Wally and his family. Wally is married and Sadie, and they have a pair of weans. Jan Weefler called Jock, and a wee lassie called Laz. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best! Ah, that's nearly as good as the Montenegro national anthem. Uh, okay, okay, um, okay, so this is, this, it, this is definitely Scotland language. Scotland language. Hang on, I'm not, I'm, I'm still... a language in, Sco a language spoken in Scotland? That is correct, yes, that's what I mean. Okay. A language okay. spoken in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Scotlandic. Um, it's, okay, because, and it's the one that's closest to English. Right. So that makes it... Scots. Is it called Scots? It's Scots. Ah, yay! Yeah. I get a point. I get a point. Yay. We, I so think this, the pointing is a bit, has gone a bit funny. Scots, Scots is really interesting because a lot of people think, oh, you're just speaking English with a Scottish accent, but actually it's very different. You know, like a lot of English people wouldn't necessarily understand, like English native speakers wouldn't necessarily understand that entire segment you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of a lot of vocabulary that's different there and a lot of pronunciation that's different as well so it is in uh in 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 some circles considered its own language and others considered its own dialect but very mm -hmm. much valid regardless of how you consider it so that's scots or ulster scots that particular example oh wow ulster scots that's this really takes me back to our um British yeah. languages episode. Yeah. How interesting. Ulster Scots. Wow. Thank you very much for that. That was really cool. No problem. Mm, we have reached language number 10. All the Ooh. scoring has gone out the window. I have got... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got a clip. I'm going to play you this, this clip. Uh, this is a super interesting one. Okay. Okay. 
Is it Turkish? It's not, it's not, no, it's not Turkish. Is it Armenian? No, it's not. It's, it's a language that ha- is known by several names, one of which has mm. the word Turkish in it. Okay. We are. I didn't know this one at all. Is it something to do with Cyprus? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Okay. It's something to do with, with, hmm, hmm. It's not its own country. It's it's kind of been it's kind of been a bit fought over in the last sort of decade between the Russians and the Ukrainians. Oh, Crimea? Hmm. It's called well, Josiah on his list named it as Crimean Tatar. Oh. But it's also known, according to the Wikipedia, as Crimean or Crimean Turkish. Wow. Yes. So that's Crimean. Crimean uh, but Turkish. Wiki tongues refer to it as Crimean Tatar. Mm. And Tatar is, that would be, I always thought, because I've been to Kazan, and Kazan is in Tatarstan, which is a republic in in Russia, in federal Russia. So mm. it is that kind of corner of the world, but it's not, I don't think it's a Slavic language at all. It's got a really interesting script history. So here it says, Crimean Tatar has been written with the Perso-Arabic script, the Latin alphabet between 1928 and 1938, the Cyrillic alphabet from between 1938 and the 1990s, and the Latin mm. alphabet since then, though the Cyrillic alphabet is still used by some people. Wow. Yeah, a bit like Turkish, but with added Cyrillic. That's very interesting. Mm, so that one's got a bit of everything, and I'd never heard of it before. I've, I'd never heard of Crimean own language no i don't know if i have yeah well there we go 10 languages out of which some of some of which i'd never heard of like um kven and crimean tatar i'd never uh, to be honest i'd never even heard of montenegrin before Mm. so that was a for me this was a fantastic insightful list and you still have one language to go i do i got one left okay are you ready Mm -hmm, mm-hmm To get close. That's English! Ik werk je bij de AFOEK in Leeuwarden. En de AFOEK zet hem in voor de promotie van de Frieske taal en cultuur in de breedste zin van het woord. We hebben een specialiseerde boekentaalwinkel of cadeauwinkel in Leeuwarden. We hebben uit jouw rij. Wij verzwaren allerhande promotiecampagnes over de Frieske taal. Oké. So this lady is speaking in a language where I understand sort of 60% of it. 60%, okay. Maybe a bit more. Maybe a bit more. Well, I know what she's saying. (laughs) So I guess I understand more. Um, So it must be Germanic. It sounds like it's very close to the Netherlands. It doesn't sound Scandi. It sounds Netherlandish. The Netherlands areas so it could Mm -hmm. be it could be dutch it could be flemish 
she was talking about speaking Frisian, but I don't know if that means she was speaking Frisian, but I guess it's a good enough guess. So was she speaking Frisian? She was speaking Frisian. Oh, wow. Frisian. That particular clip is West Frisian. Mm. Not that I can personally tell you the differences oh, right now, no, right e- here, right now. East Frisian is officially recognized in Germany, and I think it's much closer oh. to German. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. West Frisian. I Super thought I'd give cool. you a little, a little Germanic treat at the oh, end. Thank you very much. We've got to have Denada. one Germanic language Denada. if we're talking Euro languages. Bitte wow. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> ich freue mich. <laughs> so, did you? What was your What was your fave out of out of your ten languages? Oh. Oh, so, one of them speak to you a little bit. It's like picking a favourite child. Oh, dearie me. I, I like, I'm very intrigued by Gwen. Um, that's very, very interesting. And I also, I love Scots. I just love listening to, to Scots being spoken. Valencian, Valenciano as well. It's mm. pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, yeah, how about you? Mm, I like Valenciano, mostly because it was a sort of kick-ass punk song. Yeah. I really liked Latvian, which surprises me, or like surprised me. That it, that kind of spoke to me. I liked Latvian, mm. and I liked the Belarusian. I think it's because I like Russian. Yeah, those were good. And out of my out of my range of languages, the one of the, one that really, well, maybe unsurprisingly, that I really liked was Polish, which I sort of played around with before, and I really enjoyed going back into yeah. the Polish book. Yeah. Cool, that's cool. So listeners, I wonder how many of these 20 languages, so we've, we've just played you 20 language examples from all around Europe, some minority languages, some big ones, and we certainly haven't hit the obvious ones. I once again want to thank yeah. Josiah, who helped us by by drawing up these lists of languages, and he sent it me, and I thought, Quen, what the hell? But here we go, that's Quen, and you look hard enough, you can find it. So if you want to find out more, please do have a look at the show notes where I've got some links to our various languages and to Wikitongues. So a big thank you to both Wikitongues and Omniglot, two websites and two... Well, Omniglot is is Simon's project, really. It's, it's not a very big organization. And Wikitongues is a, is a collective of people dedicated to raising awareness of language diversity and documenting languages and keeping the information alive so that we don't think a language has died out when it hasn't, like Occitan. And we're aware of all the latest hot potatoes. So definitely make sure you check those out. Lindsay, I've had a, I've had a great time. That was really, really interesting. Yeah, thank you. It's been good. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us as well. And do leave us a comment or send me a little message on Twitter. I am at The Fluent Show. And let us know how many of those languages you got, if any, if any. Or maybe you speak one of the rare, unusual ones. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you can record an intro for The Fluent Show in Kven, in Croatian, in occitan in latvian whatever language you happen to be speaking and you record that intro by simply pressing record like on your phone will be just fine and just say my name is i am from obviously say your name and where you're from tell us the language you're speaking and then end by saying you're listening to the fluent show and that makes a wonderful intro for our podcast 
that's it from us. So I'm going to say goodbye to Lindsay. Thank you so much for celebrating another European Day of Languages with me. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. And goodbye from Lindsay. Adios. Thank you for listening to The Fluent Show. Don't forget that you can send us your comments and questions to be answered on the show to Kirsten, that's K-E-R-S-T-I-N, at fluentlanguage.co.uk. Or you can find us on Twitter at The Fluent Show. We're always so excited to hear from you. We read every message. Don't forget to review us. See you next week.